0: Hey folks, again, welcome back to Police Pod Talk. Hopefully you had a wonderful weekend. Hopefully you got a chance to get out before it starts to get too cold. Again, on the line, we're finishing up, or we're going to meet again with Leanne. Leanne, you are still out there? Still here. <laughs> All right, again, thanks for allowing <laughs> us to chit-chat again this week. Uh, anything exciting happen for you this weekend, uh, Leanne, or you don't want to talk about it?
1: Uh, nothing too crazy. A lot of cleaning uh Mm. organizing before it gets too cold
0: there you go there you go you didn't look anybody up on google or anything did you (laughs) (laughs) not lately (laughs) that's a good thing don't be looking up people don't be looking for anybody (laughs) that's good
1: background check
0: (laughs) 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 oh my goodness okay leanne uh, again thank you very much for taking the time with us last week to talk to us about a, a serious issue like i said this is the uh, Domestic Violence Month, uh, Domestic Awareness. And uh, you brought us a very touching, emotional, a deep uh, story of your life last week, which ended with you. Those are the same birds in the background you had last week. Now we got them again this week.
1: <laughs> they, they never stop.
0: Yeah, But uh, your last story ended with you telling us you're now getting set up with a new guy. You weren't too excited about getting involved in relationships after what you went through before, but a friend of yours who you trust is basically begging you to meet this guy who she has known and we are calling him Bob and you finally gave in. Tell us what happened.
1: Okay. So we, she set it up with exchange numbers or something and, Um, and I was terrified. I'm like, I mean, who hears blind date and gets excited? Nobody. (laughs) So full on blind date. It was over Christmas break. So I went, came home to my parents and, uh, him and I set up a a time we were going to go to Fort Wayne and go to a Comets game and stuff, go to dinner. And, well, the day you, you got to
0: explain what Comets mean. There's a lot of people that don't know what a Comets game oh, is.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Comets hockey, hockey, the hockey team in Fort Wayne. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Go on. There's somebody who's probably going to email me that, now. now they sorry. know.
1: Sorry. <laughs> sorry, yes. <laughs> hockey game.
0: Okay.
1: And um, the day of, we get this uh, ice storm, which should have been sign number one, maybe. I don't know. Wow. So we get this ice storm. And I'm like, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not driving to Fort Wayne. And he said, you know, I'd be more than happy to meet Indicator, which is about halfway. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, it's closer to home. So if I need to run, I can, I don't have much, you know, very far to go um, away from the date, that is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> you going for a jog or what?
1: <laughs> I know. I'm supposed to So we decided to meet at this restaurant. Uh, got there and, you know, the awkward introduction kind of thing. And there was no attraction at first. I was, I, I don't even know. I thought right away, okay, this isn't going to work. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not being vain, whatever. It was just like the, the body language stuff. I just was kind of, eh, this is, yeah, I don't think so. And so go inside and sit. And as soon as we sit down and start to order, the power goes out. So that's probably sign number two. God is like, (laughs) what all do I need to do here, Lee? (laughs) So lights come back on, but none of their stuff, food stuff's working. So we go to another place and chat and stuff. The conversation was was good. He asked me a lot about myself to get to know me. And we we just talked and talked and talked. Um, It was pretty easy. I saw a lot of things in common. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe. So then we went on another date during the Christmas break and found out we have a lot more in common. He, I would tell, he wanted to know more about me. I tell him more about me. He would tell me about himself, which sounded a lot like stuff I liked and, you know, shared interests and stuff. And I'm just like, wow, this is, this is nice. He was funny Uh, jokes. So, you know, I like that. And so, Found out he had a, a great job, a solid career. He's has his own house. Been through several relationships that didn't work out. Uh, didn't dig real deep into that. And then I believe we met up one more time before I went back and chatted. And I told him a little bit more about my past relationships. You know, I, I, had, I had Charlie not long before that. That was still in my head and still, you know, affecting me as far as, you know, going to Fort Wayne and all that stuff goes and the anxiety. And so I told him all about that relationship, things that happened pretty much just poured my heart out. I don't, I hadn't told anybody really about it yet. And I I felt comfortable enough to, to give all the details and to say, you know, all the, the, just the crap of it that happened. And, and so we just seemed to really connect. He started, you know, Buying stuff there, here. He wanted to take me to Chicago to some museums and stuff. Wanted to do all these things. So I'm like, okay, you know, this is fun. You know, I'm getting, I'm a college kid working, you know, two jobs. And so to be able to do this fun stuff on the side, sh- cool. Like this is, and I, we get along. This is great. So then uh, it, the relationship continued. We talked on the phone a lot, text. He travels for work, so, you know, he'd be gone sometimes for a week, but if he was back in town for a day, he would drive two hours to Lafayette to come see me for an evening and then drive back, or he, I mean, he put a lot of effort in, and I I saw that, and I'm just like, wow, he must be really into this, like, this is, it's nice to have someone care and really want to get to know me and all this, you know, this and that, and, um, he liked my brother. He liked my sister-in-law down the, you know, he liked my friends in Lafayette and, you know, we'd like to go to the bar or whatever and hang out at someone's house or, and whatnot. And so we, he started coming around a lot.
0: Um, <laughs> now you say that in a,
1: <laughs> would you
0: say a lot, what, what do you mean by that? It didn't sound like it was a good thing.
1: I think it, he was just like, everything seemed great. And okay, but then at other side of my head, it was like, this guy's kind of clingy. Mm. Like, this is just, I mean, he's starting to wear out his welcome yeah. all the time. Like, I felt like I didn't have, we lived, he traveled and lived two hours away, but yet I felt like, in a way, suffocated. How that's, you know, however you can manage that, being those circumstances. But I felt just kind of, like, I just wanted to hang out with just my friends. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to relax sometimes or, or what have you. And so he would just always be there. Now I did, remember.
0: Uh, mm, I'm sorry. I, I got to Did your friends ever say anything about him being around a lot?
1: At first, it was just kind of like, wow, that's really nice. He's willing to make the effort to drive here. Um, it would make an effort to come here. And that's, you know, wow, he's, he's, you know, taking you to Chicago. Wow. he You know, it's just kind of like. He just seems like a really nice guy, a really great guy, and around my friends he was funny and everyone liked him. He could talk to anybody. He one of my big things is being with somebody that's polite to everyone, you know, your waiter, your whoever, you treat everyone the same, you know, and you're polite and you're kind. And so and he was at the beginning and so he just doing all the right things. But then it was him, I noticing, you know, the clingy and, you know, if I didn't return a phone call or if I didn't return a text, it was kind of like, well, what, what were you doing? Why, why didn't you return the phone call?
0: Wow. Yeah. Now was dad saying "Now come on, dad had to say something. Dad or your brother had to see something. Come on.
2: Uh,
1: my brother didn't. Um, but if he wasn't, he, my brother didn't get a good feeling from him from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, he's just kind of like, I don't know. So I, and my sister-in-law too, I mean, she, she gave the benefit of the doubt. She was happy for me, but was, you know, "Mm." and my dad, I, I didn't really tell my dad and my mom, you know, what was going on at first, you know, they would ask me and I would tell them, you know, it's going well. I, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't say anything right away about the clinginess or anything. Cause I wasn't even really sure. Like right. I was still trying to wrap my head around it. And right. with it starting out so well, I know my parents were really excited, you know, after what I had been through before, like great, you know, he sounds like a great guy, you know, he sounds like a good person for you kind of thing. And that's what a lot of people said that knew my story. It wasn't, we were probably a couple months and I'm going to say maybe, This might have been April or May. I think it was probably May. So then at this point, he had taken me to Florida for spring break.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Because he traveled. He had work, hotel Hmm. points. He had flight points, you know, miles, whatever. So he was taking me to Florida. We went to Florida again in May. I think he had a work trip down there. And I just went along because I was out of school. Went to Chicago. He had bought... Was buying stuff and was just like lavishing me with the, these things, and never been treated that way. Didn't I was just like and on top of it, share interests, same things. Like you know, looking back, I didn't see it then, but mirroring me. Like he wasn't being who he authentically was. He was being who I was that I you know wanted to attract. As far as that goes.
0: Now, do you think that's because you told him those things or how did he figure that out?
1: Um well, you know, just in the innocence of getting to know each other, you know, you're saying, Oh, I love baseball. I love to watch football. I Right. I love I don't know, I can't even think. I just did anything like interest that you like to do outside of, you know, school, work, I love to go out with friends. I love mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. And so, you know, and like working on houses. His house is was a re you know, was needed remodeled. It was an older home. Right. So he would ask me my advice on stuff to do. I love remodeling houses. I love working on houses and things like that. So he valued my opinion. He, you know, would ask me questions that made me feel valued. Okay. Um, so and that all comes back around later on. So,
0: well, but before you say all comes back around later on, you said something about that. You had mm-hmm. poured your heart out to him. Mm-hmm. You told him all about, um, Charlie, Charlie. and mm-hmm. everything that happened to you with Charlie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and I don't want to like push too far ahead, but is that something that maybe hurt you in the long run too?
1: Yes, he would, you know, it, with divulging all of the things that happened, the mental, emotional, physical abuse. I learned later on that abusive people will do that. They, they hear your story, your past, and they are able to take your story and manipulate it in a way to serve them so that it maybe not so obvious the abuse that they're, they're causing. They're going to manipulate in a different way. They're, the tactics change in a way. So it's more, it's more covert and it's more hidden.
0: Hmm. Okay. Like I, said, I didn't mean to, you know, push you too far ahead of or, yeah, or what yeah. you were talking about, but I want to go back. He's talking to you. I mean, you're a sports person, you're involved in things, mm-hmm. his interests, you said were kind of like mirroring yours. Did there ever come a point where all of a sudden you could see like, hey, wait a minute, you really aren't into this or you really aren't into that. Did any of that ever come up?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, One that comes to the top of my head, I've always liked working out. I've always liked being active. And so did he. (laughs) And, And along with sports and stuff, he said he didn't know much about sports, but he he liked to watch him mm-hmm. um and so when i would suggest you know going for a run or you know lifting weights or something down the road it came to the point where he's like no i hate that i i do not like working out um i get enough of a workout with working in my you know shop that i know that doesn't interest me at all so it's kind of all these mirroring of my interest came to the forefront of it was not his interest whatsoever, ever. That just kind of blew me away. I mean, it was like a shock. It's like, wait a second. And then the sports, you know, we'd be watching it, and he'd have no clue.
0: <laughs> he was he yeah. was screaming touchdown when the ball went over the fence of a home run. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, my yep. goodness. So it started to slowly yeah. unravel. Is that what yeah. it was? Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, can. you can only... They can only hang on to that for so long, <laughs> you know, pretending.
0: Wow. Okay. Pretending
1: to be somebody that it just doesn't last. And that went for the being kind to people,
0: mm.
2: being
1: polite, you know, waiters and stuff. I mean, it got to a point where he was just nasty to people. And, oh, my gosh, I just remember thinking how embarrassing and trying to, like, go above and beyond kind and apologetic and like what you know what are you doing Hmm. and it it started to be that way on his phone calls with you know companies or whoever he it was just completely Hmm. different so i mean it was like a at that point it was a jekyll and hyde i was not not sure if who he was, you
0: know, so. Now, did you ever meet, because you're talking about him meeting your family and everything, did you ever meet his mom, dad, or brothers and sisters?
1: I did. Um,
0: Did any of them wink at you and say, get out?
1: (laughs) uh, Yeah, no. No, no, no. Boy, do I wish. Okay. But, no, they were very welcoming at first. Um, It was very... Comparing me to his last girlfriend, kind of thing, and Hmm. how great, you know, it was weird. I he's got a big family. I won't go into too much detail. Okay,
0: Okay. all right. But
1: (laughs) he's he's got a big family, and they he had a rough childhood. I'll say that. But his entire family basically acted as if he walked on water. Ah, okay.
0: So did he tell you he had a rough childhood, or did they tell you that?
1: He did. Um, Mm -hmm. He did. He would tell me stories about things and would, you know, heart-tugging stories that just would break your heart. Mm -hmm. Like, it's awful. I can't believe you went through that. So I I felt bad a lot. So I had that in the back of my mind. So when I'd get upset about something or he'd do something, you know, my mind's automatically, oh, well, he, he dealt with this growing up. I mean, that's that must be why, or hmm. maybe I need to not be crappy about this because he, he, he'd been through stuff. I don't know. I right. Rationalizing. I was trying to rationalize his horrible behavior.
0: Right, right. <clears throat> okay, so now you're dating him. You're moving forward. You're starting to see these little things in the relationship start to unravel okay. and not be as truthful as maybe you thought. What yes. kept you in it and... How again, go ahead and move forward from there, but I mean, what kept you in it when you saw him treating people rudely?
1: okay, um, so he would sorry, I say am a lot, um <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, <laughs> ugh.
1: and there's nothing and we laugh during these these stuff, but there's nothing light about it i i've had to I've had lots of help and worked on myself a lot to get to this point, and I laugh to keep it light because you know this, these subjects are hard, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I, yeah. So I just wanted to say that, but, um, uh, dated. So it's, it's going to be about May. Things haven't even completely unraveled yet. Like he's still, I stuck when he was being rude because he would make, you know, it'd be an excuse or he'd, he would say, you know, oh, I just had a bad day, you know? Um, well, sometimes you just have to be a little ruder to get your point across, to get what you want or whatever. And, And so I, and then also in the back of my head, rationalizing this, this rough childhood hoodie had and just trying to rationalize it all because it was, there was a lot of good that I thought was good and true, but then there was the bad that I would then rationalize. (laughs) So I was about May, went to Florida, came back and I really just wanted to hang out with my friends. I really wanted to just have a weekend hanging out with just my friends because he was always there. Um, he would insert himself. There wasn't asking. Yeah, he was just, okay, I'll be there at da 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 And it's like, ugh. And I didn't feel comfortable to... I must not have felt comfortable at the time to not be like, hey, I'm hanging out with my friends tonight. There must have been something at that point where I didn't feel like I could say that and it, everything would be okay, you know? Right. So one weekend... He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna come to Lafayette, da da da," and I'm like, "I, right, you know what? I think tonight I'm just gonna go to bed. I'm pretty tired. I worked all day. Not feeling real good. I think I'm just gonna go to bed. Call it a night early." Sonny's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll see you tomorrow then." I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine." And I felt horrible doing it, but it was like I, just, I just want one night, and so I got around and went to my friend's house and. They have at their house, they have like a big front porch we'd all sit on or we'd be inside or whatever. And so I'm out there hanging out with my friends and having a great time. And they all decided to go downtown to one of the bars. So we all climbed into a car and they drove us down and again, had fun, had a great time, woke up the next morning and I was to meet him at a lake for the day. So went and met him at the lake. He acted fine. He asked me a couple weird questions about the night before that I was just kind of like, what, you know, what's he, what does he mean? Things I just thought he, I tipped me off that as weird that I didn't think he would know or, you know. So went on the weekend, went everything as normal, went to, he had tickets for the Indy 500. Uh, So asked me if I wanted to go. I said, sure. So we went. He, it was after that time of me hanging out with my friends, he started acting different. I could sense a little bit more of the control um, I could sense just, he hadn't been, he hadn't been crappy or short or anything with me up until this point. And, and so, you know, I'd, I'd go with my friends, we'd go have some drinks, go to their house, have some, you know, college, whatever. So, and he had never had a problem with it. He'd have a couple, you know, it was never talked about thing. It was fine, whatever, never an issue. And then, we went to the Indy 500, and I said, "Hey, did you want to get a drink while we're walking around here waiting for the race?" And he's like, "No, we don't have to drink at everything, Leanne. We we don't have to go someplace and drink. Like we can go without it." And I was just like thrown back. i no, I know this. I do it all the time. But I just thought we were here. It's hot. Yeah. We're just walking around. Like <laughs> I, did. I. they were like. 20 bucks a can. So I just, one's great. (laughs) Not not going crazy. Um, And so he just got real critical and putting me down and I'm just making a big thing of it. And so I just was so confused. And I think that was the first time that I can remember being just so, wait a second. So the, we were there, it was horrible. He ignored me sat for the whole race, miserable because it was hot, miserable because he was being awful and mean and ignoring me, and I had the worst time ever. I'm like, okay, this isn't going to work. I just knew in my gut. My gut was screaming. And we got back to my apartment in Lafayette. He dropped me off, and I I ended up, you know, telling him what he did wasn't okay, how he was treating me there, how, you know, he— Put me down. I I was. I can't believe you did that. You know. I'm. I don't think this is gonna work. And he, once I said that, he was enraged. Hmm. And I mean, it, it it was pretty much like, no, you don't break up with me. I I break up with you, kind of thing. There's like, no way. So turned out that you know that's a injury to his ego, narcissistic injury. He turned around and said, "Well, you're a liar, and I know you're a liar." You're an awful person because you went out with your friends that night. You lied to me and told me you're going to bed and you went out with your friends. And you know, at this point, my brain is just searching. Like, how would he know that? He doesn't like talk to my friends on the side. Right. Went post Facebook <clears throat> pictures. How would he know this? So I'm so confused. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Uh, that night I knew you were lying to me. And so I went and borrowed my stepdad's truck parked on the road, and watched you out on the porch all night.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Isn't that a, like a two-hour drive or something?
1: Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: And he he used his stepfather's truck. He used his stepfather, right? Uh-huh. And drove down there and sat and watched you. Yes. Whoa. So that answers the question is why he made a comment that you felt a little uncomfortable with how he when you were at the lake or whatever you said there was a comment he made. Yeah. You, yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just in wow right now. Like, wow. What? <laughs> what the heck? I'm sorry yeah. for stopping you, but go on.
1: Go no, on. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, no, it's an incredible. I mean, to go and switch vehicles to one I didn't know to and, and so I'm thinking, like, where on the road, you know, the street was he parked? Because you know, it's a street with cars parked on it right I'm just like, trying to remember but you know I didn't pay attention to that stuff so I was just blown away I was in shock I, I think and I was what are you are you serious right now he's like oh yeah I watched you on the porch with your friends the whole night and then I watched you get in a car and go to the bar
0: oh my goodness
1: so then he followed us to the bar <laughs> oh,
0: man. yeah
1: yep and he stopped the story there, but I, I'm sure he followed us till I got home that night. You know? So I was, I was in shock because here is this guy that everything was going great. Everything was, you know, felt like it was going well. The cleanest bugged me, but you know, and then we get to this day. So he, he was retaliating to me after what I did Friday. The fact that I wanted to hang out with my friends by being a jerk to me at the race. And then, justifying him being a jerk by calling me a liar. So, you know, I'm just confused, hurt. You know, he made me feel really bad about what I did. And, and just, you know, I, I said, okay, you know, I'm done. I said, the fact you stalked me, I'm done. I, I'm not going to do this anymore. And so it ended horrible. He left. And I just remember being so, so, so angry. And so basically I had a trip planned to Denver to visit a friend me uh, my sister-in-law and I. I had a trip planned that was coming up in like the next week and so I was just like you know what forget that all that I'm gonna pff, I'm excited for this trip we've been planning it forever I'm just gonna push that to the side Um. so he knew I was going on this trip obviously and so right before that he started calling me all the time texting me all the time trying to apologize trying you know doing the love bombing of I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry. I wanna, you know, I wanna make it up to you. Um, I wanna fix this. What we had was really good, and I, I just, I was so hurt that you lied to me about going out with your friends. I mean, forget that he stalked me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> out, but, I, but you lied to me, and so that just really hurt me, and I, I was just upset, and I was, I, was just like, I no, none of it's okay. I'm like, great, thanks for apologizing for your outburst but no it's still not okay so I went to Denver had a great time didn't you know wouldn't take my phone everywhere like we'd go we'd go out to dinner or go do whatever and you know I didn't wasn't attached to my phone I've never been attached to my phone so I forgot it one night we went out for dinner and then we decided to go out downtown and when we got back that night I had a slew of text messages and phone calls over and over and over Asking me where I am, where, why, you know, why am I not responding? What am I doing? Oh, you're probably making out with some guy or some, <sighs> whatever to that degree. Wow. Just, oh, yeah. Like, just accusing me of this stuff, which is completely left field. And so I got back to him. Then I think the next day and told him, you know, I forgot my phone at her apartment. And, oh, of course you did. Of course you did. You know, you know. I'm, I'm probably going to contact I'm probably going to try to get a hold of you, but you, you're you just going to leave your phone. You did it on purpose. I'm like, I, I didn't. I just don't always have my phone. You know, it's not a big deal. i just I'm not super attached to it. And he's like, well, you know, I'm going to be texting you and stuff. And you, just, you did it on purpose so you could go out and do whatever you wanted.
0: Wait, wait. I thought the relationship was over. Oh, yeah, it was. So why was he still in control of this part of it to tell you, I, th- I think you know what I'm asking. I'm I'm just kind of like in shock right now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, no, ask away. I yeah, I was, I was too. I was, and I remember just being angry. What? Why do you? You should not care. You should not be bugging me. Like, we're done. And so that it just continued and it continued during June. We got back. I. um.
0: No, wait. You say we got back? You got back together?
1: Sorry, Denver.
0: Oh, sorry. okay. Yeah. All right. We
1: got back from Denver. Okay. And I got back into working, landscaping. Um, I think I was at Bed Bath & Beyond at this time. And so working two jobs, staying busy. And I was just feeling, started to feel really sick. thought it was sinuses. I'm like, man, I am just, the sinus infections just wrecking me. I feel nauseous. I feel terrible. Like, what is going on? And at this point, he was still talking to me, still trying to talk. I had talked back. Uh just as a friend level and stuff he was after all of that yeah he said all the right things he convinced me that it's not really who he is that he's just never felt like this about somebody before he loves me he he wants to be with me and he, it's he's just never felt this strong so he he has all these strong emotions that are making him act this way or be crazy about stuff this way uh, you know, promising me things, all, all this stuff. So we were talking and he asked me if I would, I, I think I was planning on going home to my parents for something. And he asked me if I would want to hang out, just go get dinner and talk about stuff. And I did and everything went well. And I'm like, oh, this is so nice. This is who I remember. This is, you know, why I, I liked him, why we, you know, we're getting along and everything was great. And we're having a good time. He's back. Okay. Maybe he's right. Maybe this was just a lot of emotion and it's just hard for him to handle it. He had a rough childhood. I, man, I should give a little bit more grace than what I'm doing. So we went to dinner that next morning. He asked me, hey, do you want to ask your mom and dad if they want to go get dinner after church or something? I'm, I was like, involving my parents. Like, okay, that's, that's great. I'd love that. So I go to dinner or we go to breakfast or whatever, lunch. I we, I get my plate of food and I can't eat it. I'm like, wait a second. You know, it sounded so good a minute ago. Why does it not sound good now? Hmm. And he's joking around. He's like, you're probably pregnant. I'm oh. like, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no. Wait, wait, I mean, he, was, he,
0: wait, he said that in front of your parents?
1: I don't remember, possibly. <laughs> oh geez. I don't remember though. But I, I was like, no. I mean, I one, I was on birth control, like no. I, I no, I'm just sick. It's, it's sinuses. <laughs> so, I myself. so dinner, you know, with my parents was great. He was just chatting away and they had, you know, I I don't know that I had told them all the stuff at the time. Um and I think it was because from my past relationship with Charlie I was you know, I would tell my mom stuff and then, you know, she would just be scared me, And then, or she'd be angry with him. And I wanted everyone to just get along and like him and him get along with them and just everybody be happy. Mm-hmm. So I just, I didn't disclose everything. So with Bob, I also was kind of, you know, not telling her all the, the junk of it and just kind of keeping it on a light note. And, um, they liked him and, you know, charismatic, all the things. And so then that next day I woke up and he, Bob was like, maybe you should take a pregnancy test. And I was like, it's ridiculous. I don't need one. They just do one. So I did one and I was pregnant. Mm. Yeah. So that was a huge shock for me. I mean, having using preventative, having done the things I was just, wow. I mean, that was a,
0: that was crazy. I, well, yeah,
1: well, you, yeah, well, mm-hmm.
0: I, I'm i not going to say what I was going to say. Go on. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'll say whatever. I, um,
2: well, I
0: mean, <clears throat> okay. There's always a possibility you could get pregnant, right? Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. So was it more of the shock that it was him you were pregnant with? Or what was the shock?
1: Oh, the The shock was... Being pregnant, one, two, with him, because I still like it, I was still hesitant about mm. all of it. So I okay. was just like, oh. and I remember my mom with Charlie, mom's like, oh my gosh, could you imagine <laughs> if you had got pregnant with him and had to be tied to him forever? Oh, jeez! Thank God you didn't. And I mean, so I was. Uh, and so you got uh, mom in the back of my head yeah look at that so then this happened you know my uh, (laughs) son happened and I was like okay okay you know it's not all bad he's not been physical not laid a hand on me you know we've just had these you know handful of really not good experiences
0: well wait wait Uh, wait wait we can't go from oh I'm pregnant and oh I have a kid Somewhere in that entire time there was still a relationship. Was there stuff going on that were setting off red flags or stuff that wasn't right? Don't oh, jump I'm... don't jump nine, ten months and oh, yeah. no, leave I'm the not, listeners wondering, okay.
1: okay? No, no, no. There's plenty. There's plenty. No, I it went I was trying to rationalize what I was just doing there. Okay, sorry. That it was be okay.
0: <laughs> Didn't mean that to that jump was... on you like that.
1: No, it's okay. Don't no, keep me in line. Keep me in line. And so I just rationalized it and was trying to make it, you know, it terrified all the things I was still in school working, you know, how am I going to do landscaping, uh, pregnant. Cause it was a lot of, you know, heavy lifting, a lot of all these things. And I told him and he's like, Oh, I knew it.
0: Yeah. So, I'm sure he knew it.
1: Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, great. So I, I was just, you know, what am I going to do with school? And, I don't know, like right now I can't landscape because I'm just nauseous all the time and can barely move. The morning sickness was real for me Hmm. that first half of the pregnancy basically. And so he came to my rescue and was this great guy and there was nothing No red flags, bad things that happened between finding out when I was pregnant and then he's asking me to move in with him. Yeah. Everything was uh, just peachy. And he was supportive. He was, you know, you can try to find a job. It's hard to get one when you're pregnant. You know, people, it's hard for people to hire somebody knowing that you're going to leave in a couple months, whatever. Right. He's like, I'll help transfer back to Fort Wayne for school. You can finish your school and... I'll help support you and the baby and, you know, all the great things That somebody that is just, what do I do now? You know, it's nice to hear. I mean, if it's a healthy relationship anyway. Right. So, yeah. So, I was like, okay. You know, that's pregnancy brain, scared, first baby, unknowns, just the, everything. And I'm like, okay. So, I... Packed up my things in Lafayette, transferred back to Fort Wayne um, for that fall semester, and just basically, you know, kind of looked for a job that I could do for part time, temporary, or whatever. Didn't have any luck. And so (laughs) that's just a short time span. So let me, after I moved in, he was real supportive. He, I was, my, you know, stomach's growing, my clothes aren't fitting, and he got me a credit card. He gave me a credit card with my name on it, I believe, I'm going to say that, but it might not have been, it might have been just one of his, but he, he's like, Hey, I'm traveling, go get yourself some maternity clothes, you know, just let me know how much it is so I can write it down. And just, I was like, wow. Okay. That's fantastic. You know, I don't have any money coming in. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, you know? Um, so I went, my mom and I went shopping at Gordman's and, you know, cheaper clothes, cute stuff. I was like, we'll just find a couple of maternity things here uh, to get me through for a little bit. And so I found a couple tops, maybe a, I don't even think I got pants at that point, but just a couple shirts. I sent him, you know, what they each cost. He's like, okay, that's great. Just send me a picture of the receipt when you get it so I know the, the right numbers. Mom and I are walking to go check out. And I see this really cute scarf um, walking on the way out. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. That would go really cute with this shirt. Mm." I'll get it. I'll just, you know, send him the receipt. It's only like $8. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. It's like eight bucks. Um, So we go check out. I send him a picture of the receipt. And he's like, wait a second. That's more than you said it would be. And I said, well, when we were walking out, I found this scarf, and it was really cute. with one of the tops I bought. And he's like, well, you didn't say anything about a scarf. Like, you told me it was going to be this much money. And I was like,
2: <laughs> okay.
1: I, Yeah, he's like, you lied to me, basically. You you, you lied to me again. You're such a liar. Yada, yada. I was like, I'll, I'll give you the money for it. No. And then he was still going at me by the time I got home. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to take this stuff back. I'm taking it all back. It's like, don't do that. I'm like, I, wow, how such a positive, like, caring and kind gesture turned into <laughs> hell on earth. Like, it was awful. I'm mean, like, I just don't even, ugh, confusing all the things. Um, so he didn't stop with this. We came, he came back from work, and he started, I had the bag of clothes there. And he's like, you said you were going to take him back. And I said, well, you told me not to. Oh, boy. Yeah. And so just, it was awful screaming at me just berating me belittling me just everything up and down I'm a liar I you can't trust me I mean that's just awful like and I just remember standing there thinking I didn't lie I know myself I'm not a liar I'm I don't like doing it I don't like the feelings the the just I, just, I don't, I don't like it. Um, so I know I'm not a liar. I know I'm a good person. I know I do good things and think good things, but he's telling me that I'm a liar. I'm untrustworthy. I'm an awful person, all this stuff. And I'm just, I don't know, but I just knew I wasn't. So I, I after a while of his screaming, I called my parents and I said, can you please come pick me up? Like I'm moving out. I can't do this. So I was probably there for maybe a month, month or so. And my mom and dad drove up. They were so angry at the situation. They were just furious that Mm -hmm. this was happening. And so they came inside as I'm packing up my bags. And my dad, who is usually a very laid back, it takes a lot to set this man off into full steam mode. I remember I'm packing my bags, my parents and And um, Bob is standing in the kitchen of his house and Bob is basically telling my parents that he doesn't think it's his kid anyway. Wow.
0: Oh my. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: It,
1: It goes as far as pulling out his calendar on his phone. No. Yes, to my parents. And which he's never mentioned this to me. He's never said, well, I don't think he's mine. Nothing. There's never a question. So out of left field, he's telling my parents, uh, calendar, uh, it happened this, this or this day, her due date doesn't line up with any of these days. No. <laughs> yes. It, it, he, it can't be mine. Oh, my dad was a livid. He's like, what are you trying to say? And, oh, it's like, it, it's not mine. It can't be
0: mine. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yep. yeah yeah <laughs> oh. this is one of those wow again I'm doing wow yeah. and now this is this is wait a minute this is when the, your son is already born or he was not yet
1: born no, I was no I was still pregnant yeah
0: so how far along were you at this point do you remember
1: uh, I was probably I don't know fourteen weeks fifteen weeks okay I mean i had I had went to my first appointment to confirm it. And, and then, yeah, it wasn't long after that. So he said a lot of horrible mm-hmm. lies, mean stuff to my parents and they were just so and calling me a liar. And, you know, of course my parents know me too, and they know that I'm not. So they're just
0: mm-hmm.
1: enraged. So I grab my stuff and we go, I go to their house.
0: Okay. And I uh, hear I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> because... This this is a good spot to end because like I said, we've been close to an hour. Right?
2: Already? Oh
1: my gosh. And
0: we haven't even gotten all the way into this entire thing, have we? No. Okay. And and the thing of it is this has not been physical abuse at all with him, has it? The entire time. No. From the dating to the you being pregnant. This has been more of the the verbal and what do I want to throw psychological in there? I mean, I die, I d- yeah. Okay. So we haven't even gotten into really deep yet. Mm-mm. Wow. All I can say is wow. Now with all these things, I'm going to, we're actually going to stop, but I got to go back. <laughs> we won't go any further than you getting moved out. Your parents moving you out okay. and he's standing okay. there with the calendar. Okay, <laughs> all right. Right. But I got to back up. Mm-hmm. There were several things along the way here that you look back now. You look back now. You said like the ice storm. that told you that was the first sign. And then when the the, the power went out, that was another sign. You the went race. down to the Indy race, and you're walking around thirsty. <laughs> that was that was probably a sign right there too to tell you not to go. And uh, you know when he when he stalked you at your friend's house, and he followed you to the bar. But I think going back, one the one sign you knew something was up was where he was so clingy, and he always had to be there all the time. Looking back, those were things that maybe you could have believed in or listened to, do you think now?
1: Listen to as far as them being clingy, or: Listen
0: to as far as turning and running, turning and uh, never coming back.
1: Uh, now, yes. Back then, it was portrayed as him just really liking me.
0: Right. right. But,
1: um, yeah, but, now I look back for sure.:
0: So to someone listening, it could be guy or girl listening right now. Mm-hmm. You would tell them to believe in that sign, right? Those signs. Yes.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Okay, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just. <laughs>
2: you no,
1: know. yeah, no. I mean, if if you if you have so much in common uh, that it just seems crazy that you just seem like soulmates right away, and they're texting you all the time, calling you all the time, wanting to be with you all the time. Yes, red flag.
0: Hmm. Turn and run. Turn and run. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> not healthy. Okay. Okay. So, I stopped you with the point where your father's getting told, look at the calendar. This may not be my kid. Okay. Well, I'm going to stop you right there because this thing keeps going on even well after this, right?
1: Oh, this is this is year. This is like six months in. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. And, okay. Out of 12 years. So oh, I mean, my goodness i tell you what okay all right and again and again anybody listening we've we've talked a lot prior to this so and and you said you have grown and you have learned more about yourself you become stronger so you can kind of i want to say laugh at it you can kind of laugh through it looking at it now and yeah
1: it's not by any means funny it's just i've 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 done the processing i've done the hard work To be able to look back and not feel so horrible and anxiety-ridden and depressed, I've done a lot of hard work for that. And to me, when I'm laughing about it or that it's, it, I think it's more that wow, it's so crazy.
0: Right, right.
1: That this is people are capable of this kind of thing, and it going back and it's just like wow.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, we'll like I said, we'll stop right there. Okay. And we'll let our listeners catch up again with us next week so they can hear the rest of the story, as (laughs) they say it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, Leanne, thank you very much for getting us into this uh, conversation, a conversation that is very much needed to be talked about and to be heard uh, Mm -hmm. so that we can one day maybe bring an end to this thing and also educate anyone who's in a relationship before they get too deep in it. Uh, to see the signs, to to read the signs. Leanne, thank you very much. And listeners, we will catch you again next week on Police Pod Talk. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Remember, you can always go to policepodtalk at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at Cleveland Jr. or Police Pod Talk. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.